Let us pray. May only God's word be spoken and may only God's word be heard. Amen. Over the past few weeks, we've been hearing a good bit about call, God's call to us. Two weeks ago, we prayed in our opening collect to follow God's call. Give us grace, O Lord, to answer readily the call of our Savior, Jesus Christ, we said. And then we went on in our epistle to hear about Paul, talk about different calls we might have. Some are called to be apostles, some are called to be um, teachers, some are called to be healers, etc. and so on. All with the idea that there are all these different calls within the church, but they're all, they're all important part of the body of Christ. Last week, we heard about Jeremiah's call and his resistance to it. And we also heard again from Paul when he went to go on and talk about the even greater call to love. And Deacon Nancy preached a beautiful sermon about uh, kind of tying those two uh, senses of call together and inviting us to listen to God for our call. Today, the theme of call continues. In our first reading, we heard Isaiah's call story. And then in the epistle, we heard Paul talk about his call to be an apostle. And then the gospel, we heard Simon Peter's call to follow Jesus. Although many only think about call in terms of clergy and ordination, it is, in fact, a broader concept that applies to all of us. Call or vocation is not just for the clergy. The first call for all of us is the call to baptism. And as an extension, the call to baptismal ministry, you have been called by God to something or many somethings. And the baptismal covenant lays out some of those fundamental or foundational calls that all of us as baptized members of Christ's body are to try and follow. There are calls within the church, like, say, the call to prepare the sanctuary for worship on the altar guild, or the call to cook eggs or make sandwiches with the Saturday breakfast in order to help feed our hungry neighbors, to feed Christ in our neighbors, or the call to make music, like in the choir, or when you join in singing the hymns with the congregation. And then there are our calls out there in the world, like the call to educate as a teacher, or the call to um, heal as a doctor or a nurse, or the call to help house people as a realtor, or the call to paint or build or fix or clean or design, or there are so many calls. There are the big vocational matters, like I am called to be a priest, then there are the more specific issues, like I'm called to serve at St. Mary's. And then there are the daily vocational matters, like what am I called to accomplish today? The stories of call in Scripture always seem to be the dramatic ones, or at least that's the way that they are told. But often God's voice is much more subtle. God is not always going to call out your name like when God called Samuel. Often the call will be much more like that sound of sheer silence that Elijah heard when he went up on that mountain and heard God. 
Frederick Buechner says that our vocation, God's call to us, can be heard in that place where our great deep joy meets one of the world's deep needs. It's at that intersection of joy and need that God is calling us. Parker Palmer says that God's call can be found when we start listening to our own life, to who it is that God made us to be, because our vocation, our call, is intimately tied up in our identity. In our readings today, there is a thread, and that is the thread of inadequacy. Isaiah thinks that he is not worthy, Paul thinks that he is unfit, Peter thinks he is too sinful. When Isaiah protests, he says, I am lost. I am lost. But just like John Newton wrote in that old great hymn, I once was lost, but now am found. God has found Isaiah and called him to this task. God has found Paul and called him to this task. God has found Peter and called him to this task. Because in the end, it is not ultimately about our adequacy. It's about God's adequacy. It's not about our faithfulness. It's about God's faithfulness. It's not about our worthiness. It's about God's worthiness. Maybe we feel that way sometimes. We can feel lost. But God eventually finds us too. And when we hear that call, and we ask if we are up to the task, we can remember that it doesn't really matter if we are or are not. Because God is. God is up for it. God will fill in whatever holes need to be filled. Supplement whatever limitations we may have. God can even transform our very failures, just like God transformed that ultimate failure of the cross by turning it into resurrection. There is another use of the word call in our readings today, and that comes from our psalm. This is our call to God. When I called, you answered me, the psalmist says. The pairing of these two types of call, God's call to us and our call to God, reminds us that ultimately call is not a one-way street. Communication with God is not a monologue. Communication with God is a dialogue. Discerning our call, discerning our vocations, is about conversation with God. This pandemic has upset so much about our lives, but it has also given us a great opportunity to listen more attentively to God and to discern our vocations again. Perhaps in that big picture, major career, or major move kind of way, I know some people who are making those kinds of discernments right now, but probably for most of us, it's in the smaller ways of what am I called to do and be, even if just in the midst of this pandemic, like the call to get vaccinated and boosted as an act of love for my neighbor, or the call to reach out to a friend or an acquaintance who might be lonely. 
Listen for the call, my friends. Converse with God about it. And follow in the way. For God will be with you as you do. Amen.